Warning, the podcast you're about to hear has a unique conservative perspective and may be politically incorrect, containing some controversy in its message. This episode may speak out against liberalism, socialism, the dark state, and religious organizations. It is possible that evil in politics, education, law, society, and religion will be discussed and exposed. However, we believe this podcast adds truth and value to a mature, disenfranchised audience who may be tired of apostate religions and wicked world systems. Listeners who are easily offended, overly sensitive, or have progressive leanings sympathetic to the topics we expose should be forewarned not to listen any further. We thank both those who choose to listen as well as those who choose not to listen. You've been warned. And now, let us get on with the show. Were you singing? Yeah. Wow. What? What's up, Ms. Capel? What time is it? What's up, Brother Capel? Today is July 21, 2017. Wow. Did you get that from your quantum computer watch? I don't have that kind of a watch. You need a quantum computer watch, man. So you can bring in information from the... The stars? Parallel, the parallel universe. Parallel universities. Yes, yes. <laughs> what? Okay, let's talk about some crazy stuff today. We're going to talk about, um, well, robots. Well, they're not robots. really a robot, but a sex bot you could rape or that men can rape. That's always a popular toy. Yeah, it's a good thing. Society's going in a good direction. Um, also, this weird... I, I didn't hear anybody else talking about this, but this weird uh, glitch in the Bank of America system the other day. Yeah, where they every... want to shut down the accounts, right? Yeah. Um, we'll talk about that. Okay. GMO dogs. Genetically modified puppies. That's sad. I don't like that one. But Go... you know what? They've been doing it with other animals for a long time. They have. And I don't think this is... Yeah, this story... I kind of remember reading something like this yeah, like a year ago. this isn't ago anything or, new, no. but still. Yeah. And then, um, it, this this kind of bores me, but alien signals from space. Mm-hmm. But the only reason why I talk about it is that it's just an agenda thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, my favorite story of the day, husband pods. They should have had that for you a long time ago. Pods for your husband. I can't. I take you just, grocery shopping, because now you don't go with me anymore. I, I, can't, <laughs> I can't stand Walmart. I don't know if people under. I don't know if I've ever told the Kapow listeners about Walmart and me. I, I really, I literally get sick in there. I do. I get, I, you know what? I do think you mentioned it. Yeah, I physically get sick. I just, yeah. I feel weird in there. Yeah. And I don't know if it's the colors, the blue and the yellow, or if it's the demons or just all the people that I can't stand. I'm not sure, but or a combination. <laughs> but um, I can't, I can't deal with Walmart. I can only go in there if I specifically need something and I can run in and out. But Yeah, other than that, yeah. I don't know. It's just like there's a spirit in there, and it just drives me nuts. So I send Miss Capow to do all that um, <laughs> because she's unaffected. And I do other things, you know. Oh, you do um, a lot. Yeah. You do a lot. But the this, this shopping thing, nah. I shop on Swans and have yeah, uh, food delivered mm-hmm. to me because I'm like that. Yeah, that's right. Okay, enough of us. Who cares about us, Miss Capow? Hey, we got a revamped Capow radio show.com yeah site kapow radio show.com site it was kind of cluttery before and there was a lot of information and a lot of stuff and what we did is we streamlined it to basically well two pages there's a splash page and then a little information on us a host page 
Yeah, but I can't take credit for that. That You did that all on your own. You did a really, really good job. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so it's, in fact, the the theme of it is Kapow Radio Show. Um, Get, what is it? Get rid of the clutter. Yeah. Get rid I of like the clutter. That. Because that's the whole thing. We're on this show, this show, Freedom Friday, and on our Monday show where we talk about more serious issues um, on biblical scriptures and things like that. It's like kind of cut through all the noise. There's a, so much noise out there. Uh in podcasting, in television, Christian television, which we don't watch. And, um, but also like YouTube, there's mm-hmm. a lot of, um, what, what I deem the Christian truther club. There's a bunch of Christian truthers out there and they all have the truth. Dag nabbit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they all take donations and get, um, you know, revenue from their sites. That's why they want you to like and subscribe so bad. And then they all complain when Google's mean to them. And block their site, and it's always the same thing. But there's a lot of truthers out there, and uh, some of them are not uh, quite doctrinally sound. Mm-hmm. Right? And so what we hope to do is kind of cut through some of that noise, and maybe we're part of that noise. I, I'm not sure anymore. You know, who knows? But uh, so the title of that new site is basically Kapow Radio, you know, get rid of the clutter, mm-hmm. get rid of the clutter. And so while we were doing that, we got rid of the clutter on the actual site, still working on a little bit, streamlining it, but it's real, real simple now. Obviously, if you're listening to the sound of my voice, you know how to listen to the show, but if somebody else doesn't and they go, well, how do I listen to it? Just send them to kapowradioshow.com and it's all right there. The last five episodes are up. Spreak, the latest episode of Spreaker's up. There's links to that, links to this, you know, it's, it's all there. It's all there. It's what, all good, too. Whatever. You know, what, whatever. At the end of the day, does it matter, Miss Kapow? Probably not. <laughs> what matters is that OJ, the juice, has been paroled. Yep. And uh, when we were running around yesterday, mm-hmm. on a Thursday, <laughs> at the gym, Every single TV had the O.J. Simpson parole hearing here in Las Vegas. Deja vu, right? Yeah. And like it was like a big deal. And everybody's watching it and glued to it. Then we go out to eat. And that TV or those TVs in that restaurant were all on the O.J. Simpson. Every channel. And I'm thinking, okay, it's just another parolee getting paroled. Yeah. You know, I mean, I understand. old news. Yeah, so he got paroled, and you know, so what? Good for him. He did nine years. He did his time. Whatever. Uh, but I, I don't care about that. What I care about is there's a bunch of other stuff going on that you know, just sheeple, just blind to it. Yeah, it's like we're so concerned about stuff that really doesn't concern us. No. Right? No, and I know I'm going to hurt some feelings here when I talk about flat earth people. You know, the flat earth people, they're, I mean, they're just almost militant about the flat earth. And that's fine, uh, except that that's all you care about. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else. I don't know. And, and no one's able to really show me why it's important, uh, you know, that I believe in that. I, I, I guess for me, because I'm, I don't know. I don't care if it's flat or round or square. I mean, it doesn't make any difference unless I'm going to step off of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't affect my daily life. Right. You know, um, I don't care. 
yeah, flat or hollow. It's flat and hollow at the same time, by the way. <laughs> you know, um, it, it's just a lot Please. of, yeah, a lot, yeah, a lot of stuff out there. And it's kind of like, you know, you have to ask yourself, what, how does this affect me? How does it affect my daily life, my daily walk? Uh, how does it affect my Christianity and how I, you know, how I view God, how I view my my salvation? How, mm-hmm. how do I view Christ? How, yeah, I how do I the view these things? For us. What's that? I think that's really the bottom line for all of us. It know? really is. But it's so easy just to get distracted. Like, you know, the world distracted watching OJ get paroled. Whoopee, you know. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, we're missing what uh, the White House is doing. <laughs> you know, everything yeah. that's going on today. You know, the devaluation of the dollar and what NASA is doing and these, you know, things up in the sky and geoengineering and I can go on and on, right? That's right. And you're kind of missing all that because you're like, oh, you know, TV, right? Right. And now, you know, you go to YouTube and you got a whole Christian truther community. It's all the, it's all the same guys. It's like a club and they all, they go on everybody's show and then they talk and right. You know, and, um, and some of it's good. You listen to it and you go, oh, that's pretty good. I, I like this guy. And what, I, what I've kind of found out, you know, you listen to somebody and you go, you like him. And then you keep listening to him and, and it doesn't take you too long before you, you detect error. You know, some major doctrinal error. Exactly. And um, I think a lot of it has to do with the, uh, the monetization of everything. You know, you got to get your money. So you got to be kind of, uh, you got to be sexy with what you say in order to get the money, right? Hey, I, what, I'm not even talking about news. What am I talking about? Stop uh, me, Miss Kapow. Just rein me in. All right. Rein you in. Let's talk about the uh, sex bot rape. Okay. You want to give your scripture at the end of the show? Oh, let me do it now. Okay. We're going to read from um, Psalm 52. And it says, Why boastest thou thyself in mischief, O mighty man? I think I just came off. No, did I? I did. Okay. I turned it oh, down. Oh, okay. The goodness of God endures continually. The tongue devises mischief like a sharp razor working deceitfully. Thou lovest evil more than good and lying rather than to speak righteousness, Selah. Thou lovest all devouring words, O thou deceitful tongue. God shall likewise destroy thee forever. He shall take thee away and pluck thee out of thy dwelling place and root thee out of thy, the land of the living, Selah. The righteous also shall see and fear and shall laugh at him. Lo, this is the man that made not God his strength, but trusted in the abundance of his riches and strengthened himself in his wickedness. But I am like a green olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the mercy of God forever and ever, and I will praise thee forever because thou hast done it, and I will wait on thy name, for it is good before thy saints. Amen. That's kind of like what we were talking about. Mm -hmm. What's really important. Right. What's important. Okay, uh, never mind me. Let's talk about the news. Just never Let's mind me. Let's talk about the news. The first one is on the new sex robots with frigid settings allowing men to stimulate rape. Ain't that great? Wow. Yeah, that's pretty gross. Wow. According to the company's website, if you touch the frigid Farah model in the private area, more than likely she will not be appreciative of your advance. So they're basically that's just role playing, but with a plastic doll. And the thing that's really gross. Whoa, go ahead. I'm sorry. There's someone interrupting me. Yeah. <laughs> but what's really gross about the picture is that it looks like one of those um, plastic blow up dolls. Yeah, it's ugly. 
Yeah. It's, it's like, ugh. Yeah, it is. It, there's a couple of things wrong. I mean, there's a lot of things wrong with this, but, um, you know, the title is from the independents, new sex robots with frigid mm-hmm. settings allow men to, uh, you know, simulate rape. Number one is not a robot, right? No, it's a, it's a rubber doll. Yeah. And, um, uh, then it's you know, but it's what's disgusting is this company. This is this company from California, and they make these uh, sex, these sex dolls out of uh, synthetic or what? What do you call it? Uh, um, I yeah. forget. But you know, they're not they're not blow up. They're I, I forget what they're made out of. Anyway, uh, this one's called Frigid Ferra, mm-hmm. and um, but it's it's designed to. Uh, what do they say? She's she's reserved and shy. Yeah, you know, and they also have other other ones like yeah, Wild well, Wendy and S and M Susan. <laughs> uh, and Frigid Farah, I don't know how she does this, but if you touch her in, in an inappropriate way, she won't appreciate your advance. So I guess they talk back to you. Mm-hmm. And so, what they say is that the model lacks an attempt to reproduce consent. In the real world, and the company says that they're robots, and it's not a robot, it's a no. sex doll, allows everyone to realize their most private sexual dreams, and that's rape. Mm-hmm. Gross. So there's a problem. There's a major problem uh, with that. Don't you agree? Oh, oh good night. Yeah. A hundred, 200%. It's gross. It's Fuchi. Yeah. It's Fuchi. Fuchi! Roxy. That's the name it's the ninth version of the company's sex they keep calling them robots but they're not robots no. they're just talking dolls uh they they do have the robots out there that they're developing this is not that anyway it's really caught There's, on yeah it's nasty they have another one called young young yoko and apparently it's a young girl like barely 18 mm-hmm and so you can, you know, the stupid men can actually teach her things. <laughs> Nasty. And then there's that Roxy one that, uh, oh, and there's one that's called uh, Trudy. Trudy. And uh, I don't know what she does, but. I think that was her very first one that they put out in the 1990s. You know, and, and since that, they're shipping up to 600 of these sex dolls worldwide. Um, you mini cricket. You know, I mean, quite a bit. So it's kind of picking up. Yeah. And there's other companies that are making these things and stuff. But <clears throat> anyway, you know, there are people out there that say, well, it's better for, you know, a man to rape a, a, a robot to rape but, real people. But I don't agree with that because I think after a while, it's, it's not going to satisfy anymore no. because it's just the thing. And yeah. then it's like, well, now I want to do it with a real person. Yeah. You know, it's it's like it's like a rapist in training. Yeah, and I I absolutely agree. It's it's encouraging that kind of uh, criminal and demonic behavior mm-hmm. on a person. It's not something that they're going to do, and then um, you know, it's it's not a it's not an act of uh, sexual passion. No, it's an act of violence. Exactly. You know, so like one person said, you know, we shouldn't be doing this and encouraging it. As a safe outlet, I mean, any more than you should take a murderer and encourage them to uh, stab a, a doll with realistic blood spurting, you know, yeah, exactly. Out of it. So there's, there's a lot of problems with that, but it just shows you 
because you're going against that conscience. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I can do this. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, yeah, I can do this freely, and no one will know. No, no, no. Fuji, Fuji. My robots. Fuji, Fuji. Fuji, Fuji. Yeah, you know, it's just, uh, just the world. Hey, we live in a toilet. <laughs> hey, there's just no way around it. Yeah, this is one of the feces. Ugh. Yeah, we just live in a toilet. It's like, uh, it's so, it's so disgusting mm-hmm. here. I you know every day you just wake up and. If you pay attention to this stuff, uh, I mean, you're listening to this podcast. I'm talking to the listeners, so obviously you pay attention. I mean, but God, you're a minority. Yeah, because there's a lot of people that don't know this. No, they don't know it. They don't care. And they don't want to know it. No. It's just too horrifying yeah. to 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 have, to know that this stuff is going on. Yeah, they just deny it and, and or just, you know, they'd rather watch OJ get paroled. I mean, seriously. Well, or that's sports. safe. And that has nothing to do with them, so they Anything. think. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you and know. it's just a continuation of the soap opera, mm-hmm. the life and times of OJ. Yeah. Now, this is weird. I only mentioned this story because, to me, in my little conspiratorial pea brain, it seemed like it was a uh, like a test mm. of yes what could possibly be done or what's coming mm-hmm. type of thing. And it's a Bank of America and these customers. Now, this is uh, nationwide here in America, nationwide. They customers experienced a shut out of their accounts mm-hmm. for hours. While the Bank of America, their system went out. There was an outage and they don't know why. Yeah, um, right. I'm, I'm sure if it was hacked. You know, eventually they'd come out and say something. And this was a few days ago. And I haven't heard any updates on this. No. Mm-mm. But Bank of America customers. Well, why would you hear an update when uh, OJ's being paroled? <laughs> That's what's important. Not that, you know, Russia hacked, you know, a major bank. Exactly. Or, you know, these these Luciferian Jesuit Illuminati freaks are screwing with the money mm-hmm. or testing the waters to see what kind of panic to see what they can do. Well, let's not talk about that. Bank of America customers were shut out from their accounts for several hours on Wednesday, just last week, just a couple of days ago. Yep. One guy says that he, he got what looked like a phishing email from the bank and he immediately started calling customer service to see what was happening and then a message on his online account said it could not pull up his information. When he finally got a hold of his local branch, the manager said all the managers were calling each other trying to figure out what, what appeared to be a national outage. Mm-hmm. And they were unable to provide services at all. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I guess the outage started spiking a little after 1130 a.m. Interesting. Well, that's interesting number, huh? Yeah. You have the 11 in it, and you have the three. <laughs> and the website was inundated with comments from Bank America customers. And the customers saying they couldn't access online banking from any application, their computers. Mm. They couldn't transfer money. They couldn't deposit checks. They couldn't do any of this stuff. And see, by 1 p.m., there was a 1,000 reports of problems. But by the evening, it had calmed down. And uh, got things, you know, back up. But the bank says, you know, they had a team working on it to get things back up. 
When asked what caused the outage, they did not have the information. They don't know. Uh, one person, I feel sorry for him because I, I know what this must have been like. One person says that there's a system-wide out, outage on the day I'm closing on my house. Oh. And there's nothing they can do about it. Can you imagine? That's the day you're closing. You have to fund escrow. And everything's on is time-sensitive. Yes. And you're yeah. already highly stressed because you've been through all these different processes. Ugh. And you have to get yeah. that money in there. And now you can't. You can't mm. get your money. So anyway, it could just be a, a glitch, which I doubt. It could be hacking. I don't know. Um, but in my little brain, I just kind of think, wow, I wonder if they're just testing the waters a little bit. Let's just, yeah, see you know, kind of kind of like with the New York subways. Let's just shut it down for a few hours, see what kind of chaos and panic we can create. Mm-hmm. Well, didn't they do that in Greece? Yeah. Yeah. See? You can't get your money. You can't get out the ATM. Yeah. And, you know, and over a few hours, people could deal with it. And by the evening, it was back online and they can deal with it. You give them 72 hours, you give them three days of this, yeah. man, it's going to collapse. You cut the food supply off, the gas supply, it's going to collapse. You know, mm-hmm. we all know that. The grid goes down. It's going to collapse real soon. Yep. You know, within, you know, 48, 72 hours. Um, yeah. Have some cash, folks. Yeah. Have some cash in a safe or hidden somewhere in your house. I'd suggest yeah. at least $1,000, mm-hmm. you know, to get you by three or four days uh, to buy food and stuff. Right. Have some cash. Mm-hmm. You know, the systems will come back up, hopefully, unless it's the end of the world. But um, yeah, unless there's something know. more serious mm-hmm. occurring at that time. Mm-hmm. And that could happen. Yep. So I only mentioned it because of that. I just yes. find it very odd. Don't you? I do, too. Okay, at first I thought this was a, a hoax website, but it's not. It's legitimate. It's just kind of a stupid website. AWD News. Mm-hmm. China clones and genetically modifies dogs. And, um, and then, comma, debates superhumans. I don't know. That's beautiful writing. Yeah. I don't know who wrote that. But anyway, it says, we have entered an era of unprecedented mystery. Technology, which allows you to manifest your will basically overnight, is beginning to take on even more wild turn. I think this is Chinese. I really do. Yeah, you're probably right. I think it's like a translated from Chinese. I really do. Because it's, yeah. Yeah, it's very um, broken. It says, we're not only beginning to manifest realities with the delivery of technology, but we're also imposing our will upon other pre-existing manifestations. Do you know what that means? I don't really know. Oh, but they explain it. What I'm trying <laughs> they say what I'm trying to say is we are using technology to manipulate the world in reality. There you go, manipulate. Well, well how about this? Why didn't you just say that in the first sentence and save Brother Kapow all the grief? Because they get paid by the words. Oh you're right. Know. Just like uh what, Ron L. Hubbard. Yeah. Got paid by the words. Mm-hmm. Uh, scientists in China have cloned dogs from genetically modified parents. See, that's so sad. Now, the dogs are test tube babies, or puppies, I should say. Yeah. They're bred in a lab, and they're not Labradors. I don't want to hear the Labrador jokes. I have a black lab, I have a yellow lab, I have a chocolate lab. (laughs) They're bred in a lab. They have twice the muscle mass of their natural counterparts, and they're considerably stronger and faster. The genomes of the dogs have been especially difficult to engineer and replicate. Hmm. 
but they're close to the human genome, which has long sought after by geneticists. That's right. And this success with this project created fears that the Chinese will create or weaponize the technology by creating genetically modified human beings. See, so they're not even concerned about the welfare of the animals or these things that they've created in labs. No. They're, these people are sociopaths, man. They all are. You know, it's like uh, using the whole planet, this whole earth with geoengineering and the skies and all stuff. They're just using the whole planet as a big lab. Mm-hmm. Just, it's a big laboratory to them. How about those idiots in the 50s? Who who put nukes in space to see if they can they can uh, blow things up? The, well, the blow up uh, what's the the belts the Ellen belts? What are they called? You know the belts around the Earth? Mm-hmm. Those magnetic fields. Yep. In the fifties, they show uh, the atomic bombs up there to see if they can uh, put a hole in them. Yep. Well, let's okay. just see what happens. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah, they don't care. It's the stupidest species. Mm-hmm. God didn't create the species stupid. You know what I mean? But once they, you know, once that snake got in, once that serpent, yeah, excuse once me they for calling us God, snake. you know? Yeah, once they reject God, you listen to the serpent, you get the serpent wisdom. This is what happened. De evil evolution. Right. You get the stupidest creatures in the universe on this planet. I mean, just surrounded by stupidity. And uh, this is no different. I mean, like, this story shouldn't even be a story. You shouldn't even be reading something this stupid. Yeah. Right? Uh, they say that more and more animals are genetically engineered using these techniques, and they uh, bring the scientists closer to the possibility of genetic engineering of humans. And once again, they say dogs as a species are very hard to clone, and that if you can mess with them, you know, it's a lot easier to mess with uh, humans. This one guy says there's no medical case for it. The scientists are interested in being the first in the world to create a genetically engineered child. Wow. Yeah, there you go. And, you know, they've been messing with this stuff. And, of course, there's ethical problems and blah, 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 blah. It goes on and on. Same stuff. They talk about eugenics and Hitler and Aryan race, and they call the super soldiers and all this stuff. Um, Let's see. Uh, Back to the super dogs that they're messing with. The Chinese researcher's first self-bred clone dog was named Little Long Long. (laughs) Little Long Long. It was a beagle puppy. It was one of 27. And it was genetically engineered by deleting a gene called myostatin. Mm -hmm. Myostatin, right? Yeah. And that gave it double the muscle mass of a normal beagle. See, then what happens to the ones that don't make it but are alive? You know what I mean? Those are the ones that you find in the water and go, what is this creature? We've never seen anything like this before. Yeah, they wash up on the the shores of the Atlantic Ocean or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I remember uh, a long time ago, I forget the name of the book, but I think Frank Peretti, you know, the Christian uh, yeah. writer, he wrote a, a a story about this kind of stuff, and it was really disturbing. Yeah. Whatever happened to him? Is he still around? You know, I don't know. I mm. haven't read one, any of his books in a long, 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 long time. You don't read books. I do, too. Yeah, you do, but they're, they're like but not those Bible kind. books. You don't read, like, you know. Jack Reacher books or no, something. No, no, no. 
Yeah. I ride the Bible. I ride the Bible. <laughs> so it goes on and on. I guess South Korea was the first one to um, mess with the dogs. Oh. South Korea. Yep. China is the second country in the world to independently master dog somatic clone technology. Wow. Um, of the 65 embryos that were edited and from the 27 were, that were born, little Long Long was the only one who was created without the myostatin gene. Myostatin is known to control muscle size, like we said. And so the dog was, you know, huge, huge beagle. That's so sad. Yeah. Oh, Lord Jesus. That's crazy. Now, I, mm. I'm not opposed to a genetically modified dog if you can get it to um, not poop or eat <laughs> and reproduce. <laughs> then that would be a good pet to have. No way. Because it's like, hey, you got to walk the dog, got to go to the bathroom. Well, no, my dog's genetically modified. It doesn't poop, doesn't oh. pee. It doesn't eat and it doesn't reproduce. And what's the difference between that and a sex bot? Nothing. 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 All right. I'm going to take a commercial break because I want to. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll be back. You are listening to the Kapow Radio Show Network. Kapow stands for Kingdom Against Powers of Wickedness. Kapow is sponsored by Fifthook Media, a digital publisher of ebooks. Fifthhookmedia.com has a selection of ebooks about spiritual warfare and Christian living. Visit fifthhookmedia.com. That's F I F T H O O K Media.com. Remember, that's fifthhookmedia.com. F I F T H O O K. Kapow! What's up, yo? <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I'm done, yo. Demons in My Marriage Bed from all online digital retailers, such as Amazon.com, Demons in My Marriage Bed, a true story of spiritual warfare, changed the way my spouse and I conduct spiritual battle and has increased our alertness level to the tactics of Satan. Please do not be fooled that such things cannot happen to you. Rather, get prepared and become the spiritual warrior needed to overcome in these perilous times in which we all live. That's Miss Kapan. Miss Kapan yelling again on the microphone. Strange signals that appear to be coming from a star close to Earth. Miss Kapow may have been sent by aliens. Of course. Scientists say. Yep. It says here that astronomers picked up the communications in May and have refused to rule out the possibility that they were sent by extraterrestrials. Refuse. Refuse to rule out the possibilities, <laughs> right? Come on. You know, astronomers, and there's people going, come on. It's not said by alien. I refuse to rule that possibility out. <laughs> Obviously, this is from the sun. So those kind of sentences are common to this kind of. Uh, yeah, they're very dramatic. Yeah, yeah. It's actually, it's not what happened at all mm-hmm. when you read the article. But uh, it's it's the agenda, though, right? The aliens are coming. They seeded us. They created us. Uh, we we are part them. They're coming back. They're going to um, modify us, fix some stuff. And sure. So let's get ready to bow down and worship the alien that's coming. Once again, you know, people will believe in this nonsense 
and watch uh, OJ getting paroled, but they won't believe that the alien is already here Mm-mm. and has been here yep. for a long time. Exactly. Uh, they won't believe in the Jesuits or Roman Catholic Pope. Well, that's just not sexy Antichrist. enough. Well, heck yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or they won't believe in quantum computing, Miss Capel. And that's true. Well, we know people who just refuse to believe in quantum computing. <laughs> uh, let's see. And they're science people, too. Mm-hmm. Experts listening in the Arasibo Observatory were on a planet spotting mission when the strange pulses came over the radio between April and May. Aha. Mm-hmm. You I'm, know, tr- the, I'm twirling my mustache as I'm thinking ooh, about this. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Curl that mustache. You know, the Eracibo Observatory is hidden in the rolling hills of Puerto Rico. Ah, Did you know that? I, I think there was know. a movie. There was some movie out. Really? Well, Yeah. We saw it. I don't know if it was Nicolas Cage or something. There's some movie that um, it was either filmed there or they they went there. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. That's a real deal. Huh. Okay. Anyway, while they were, uh, you know, trying to find planets, they hear this real thing, this little, this, this pulse, this little, this little deal. Dum, 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 and they, they haven't ruled out the, yeah, they haven't ruled out the possibility that the signals were produced by aliens. Wow. Now, it's not currently the top theory about the origin, of course but not. nonetheless. Okay, so that's the truth, but yet the star or the sun here wants to say they refuse to rule it out. <laughs> it wasn't until two weeks after the project finished that they noticed the strange signals, which came from Ross 128 GJ447. Hmm. Some 11. Look at that number. Light years away. On 12 May at one five three a.m. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Ross 128 is a small red dwarf. Now, that's not nice to call this guy a dwarf. No. Even if his skin is kind of ruddy, I think that's being mean and it's body shaming. You guys should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> Ross can't help it. He was born little. He's a small red dwarf. It's uh, the twelfth closest star to the Earth. Wow! Which makes it very close indeed. Indeed, indeed compared indeed. to the billions and billions of other suns out there in the universe. Alrighty. We believe that the signals are not local radio frequency interference. Okay. Nah, it couldn't be. No, of it couldn't not. be Puerto Rico. Uh, you know, uh, what is it? You know, Latin station or anything? Yeah. No, it couldn't be RFI. Since they are unique to Ross 128, and observations of other stars immediately before and after did not show anything similar. Hmm. That's by Professor Abel Mindes, the planetary astrobiologist. That's kind of cool, huh? Yeah, because you're looking planetary for like... Planetary astrobiologist. Yeah. And to me, it's like you're looking for biology or life. In space. space, yeah, and you, you though you never found find any, or can experiment with it, you still get paid yeah. for having this crazy. And you title. get that title. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean that's I like a good that. that's a good gig. Uh-huh. The possibility of you finding life on another planet is like zilch, <laughs> but you have the title and you get funded. Uh-huh. You gotta love Prison Planet. Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, this guy, um, oh, and he's affiliated with NASA. Of course. He's based at the University of Puerto Rico. He believes there could be three explanations for the strange noises. One, he had tacos for dinner and he passed <laughs> some gas. There you go. I think that's the that's the one. Okay. Two, it's a series of polar flare emissions from the star. The star. Right? Mm-hmm. Three, they could be emissions from his partner's mm, taco eating. <laughs> Five, it could be emissions from another object, which is in the field of view of Ross 128. We don't know what that object is. It could be a big black cube for all we know. And the other solutions suggest we might be to blame for it. We might be to blame for it. Mm. Like, in other words, it's Puerto Rican Latin music playing over the radio. Uh, There could be soaring space junk or a stray satellite may have burst onto the radar. However, however, this is key because this is the real truth, dang it. Alien hunters Uh. will be pleased to learn it could be a bunch, not just one, but a bunch of extraterrestrials hoping to get in touch. I don't know how they know that, that they're hoping to get in touch. Well, because of these these noises. Yeah. These they pulses. must be happy. Happy noises. These pulses. I bet they, they pulse. They're trying like to get through. They're yeah. trying to get through. They're hoping to get in touch. Mm-hmm. You know, like, hey, blah, 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 hey, blah, blah, blah. A possibility that Mendez, the astrobiologist, said he couldn't rule out. And that's where you get that scientists are refusing to rule out. Mm-hmm. But he was quick to point out at the bottom of a list of many other better explanations is this alien thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're not. What they need anymore. is Jodie Foster. Yeah, exactly. Movie? What was it called? Contact or something? Or, yeah. Contact signal. Yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. And then it was a, just a. 78 second thing and they flipped out SETI and they never heard it again. Nope. And uh, Jody might have uh, passed some gas there also. <laughs> That's the possibility. And I think, I think you can't rule that out. No. I think you can't refuse to rule that out. So anyway, aliens are talking to the Puerto Ricans and, um, you need to be afraid, okay? All this right. is fear porn, folks. And if you're not afraid, if you're laughing instead of being fearful, we're not doing our job because I can't sell you my survival kit for ninety nine ninety nine. Yeah, especially when these aliens come in contact. You're gonna with have to have the Kapow Radial Survival Kit. It comes with it comes with um, is Kapow correct foul. I'm wrong? <laughs> foul foil. <laughs> yeah, it comes with foil. You have to have foil for your head. It comes with three um, bottled waters. Yep. Um, it comes with some crackers um, mm-hmm. <laughs> that have a shelf life of twenty years, and mm-hmm. uh, I think I think a blanket. Yeah. For nine ninety, you have to supply your own cheese though, because <laughs> <laughs> Brother Capel ain't giving away his cheese. Well, in the apocalypse, <laughs> you're probably not going to eat cheese. I don't think. <laughs> I don't know. It could give you gas. The, the aliens could come. What doesn't give you gas? Um, cauliflower. If you have too much cauliflower, can I have a theory about? Um, mashed things, mashed what cauliflower, does mashed not? potatoes. The question oh, what, what does, does not? not? See, I didn't catch the negative. Because you're so positive. Because I'm so positive. Speaking of positive things, is everybody getting ready for September 23rd, 2017? Because that's the um, the Revelation 12 woman in the sky 
Oh. It's going to happen. The woman clothed with the uh, the 12 stars up the head. Uh, the const- constellation Virgo. Um, I, and, I, and I watched a two-hour video on YouTube on this. Uh, Did I watch it with you? No, you were gone. <laughs> okay, because I thought, I don't remember that. No, no, you were, you were gone doing real things. Okay. I, like the poor bastard I am, was sitting around watching Christian Truth or, you know, TV again, um, going, what the hell are you talking about? And this little poor bastard, this little guy with his alligator arms, he has a little whiteboard behind him. And he was just going crazy on this little whiteboard, making diagrams for us and convincing everybody. And um, I was just having a good time watching this guy. But anyway, uh, what he says is Virgo is the, uh, the woman spoken in Revelation 12. And uh, the 12 stars above her head, well, that's the constellation Leo. However, Leo only has nine stars, so we have a problem with that. But he added, I think, Mars, Saturn, and Jupiter in there, which are planets. But hey, let's not let facts get in the way of anything. (laughs) And so anyway, that made 12. And then the sun was going to be above her, and then the moon was going to be below. And dagnabbit, that's the Revelation 12 woman, so something's going to happen. It's never, ever happened in history. Never, ever has it happened in the skies so Jesus is coming, but I'm not date setting. I'm not saying, because we don't know the date around, but it's pretty good possibility that Jesus is going to come, basically, is what, is what they say. I know. I They're so stupid. I Just unbelievable. And then, um, oh, but that's not it. That's not all of it. Also, then he starts talking about Israel, and Israel was uh, 1948. If you add 50 years, well, that's not quite it. But if you take 1967, the Six-Day War, and you add 50, which is the Jubilee year, it comes up to, what, 2017, and blah, blah, blah. Plus, and it's all this diagram and all this stuff, and the Antichrist is coming, and he's going to sit in the temple, and he's going to be mean, and the Jews, and you're going to have matzo balls. I hope you love matzo balls for seven or three and a half years. You're going to have matzo balls with Jesus before you come back down, and... um on and on and on, and I was just listening to this this guy, and you know, sincere as he was, he was laying out this whole September twenty third, twenty seventeen. And by the way, he's the exact same guy who laid out September twenty third, twenty fifteen. Hey, if that date doesn't work, let's go with the year. Let's change the year. Here's how he did it. He did a video about 20, uh, about September 23rd, 2015, and how basically something big was going to happen. Big was going to happen. Uh, we're not date setting. No one knows the time of the hours, time of season, but Jesus could return. Good possibility he's going to return one and one chance he's going to return. But we can't, we can't, we can't say. I'm hedging my bets, but right? Mm. So this guy does this big thing. And, um, of course, nothing zilch happened in 2015. It never does, people. If you think something's going to happen, that means it's not going to happen because it can't happen. Mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. You're not going to figure out what, when God's going to end time. I don't know. How, how do we get that? Oh, God, I'm starting to yell. <laughs> uh. I, I'm watching Christian Truthers on YouTube. Dang it. And so... This guy, this guy got complaints because nothing happened. And he goes, people say nothing happened, but it said things did happen. And you know what he used as an example? Huh. That the Pope would visit America. That was one of the predictions. And I'm thinking, really? Now, what does that have to do with the return of Jesus Christ of Nazareth to this earth? 
Apparently but, nothing. But little alligator <laughs> arms, he goes on. So that, that was one of the predictions that came true, and so it must be true. Oh, Lordy. So anyway, then the other thing is, is he goes on and he says, uh, he talks about the Bethlehem star scene. Mm-hmm. And that um, in 2015, September 23rd, 2015, this, this star, this planet appeared, and, and astronomers named it the Bethlehem star. And astronomers whom he could name none. He just referred me to plenty of YouTube videos out there. Oh. But he couldn't name me that, you know, astrobiologist from Puerto Rico said, right? I, he, he couldn't substantiate. He just says, astronomer said it's called the Bethlehem star. And it was the same dang star that appeared when Jesus was born. Okay. Right. All right. So what happens here is that he then he goes back with his little whiteboard. He's drawing these diagrams. Right. I mean, he's drawing these diagrams as he's teaching you truth. Mm-hmm. And he goes back to Abraham and he says the star appeared before Abraham. And guess what star that was? It was the Bethlehem star. Damn it. No kidding. You go 2000 years from Abraham to Christ. What appeared? The Bethlehem star. Damn it. You go 2,000 years from Christ to now, 20, guess what appears? The Bethlehem star. <laughs> Damn it. Right? So then when nothing happened in 2015 with the Bethlehem star, they got to come up with a new thing, right? Because uh-huh. they got to keep their YouTube channels going and they got to keep the, the monetization going. You got to come up with a new thing. So guess what he does? This was no brilliant. No telling. He he uses the story of Herod and the and the Magi going to Herod to go and hey, we heard the king of the Jews is born. Where is he? And Herod says, Ah, right? Mm-hmm. Well, then he uses the scripture where then Herod goes and he kills all the male children two years and under. So that means two years had elapsed. Which means the Bethlehem star, folks, I kid you not, the Bethlehem star hung out in space like a floating spitball <laughs> in a JFK assassination from the grassy knoll, just like the bullet. Oh, my. Hit JFK, spun right, made a quick right hand turn, did a flip, went through the hand, hit the car. Yeah. The Star of Bethlehem hung out for two years. And you know what that means? 2015, one year. 2016, nobody talked about that. It's gone. 2017, two years. Bam! Jesus is coming back September 23rd. All righty. And that's how they justify it, okay? So I, I was just fascinated. And um, I was fascinated at how they got to this. And I was thinking, what kind of dork boy is this? What kind of dork guy is that? And I was really kind of, you know, making fun of him as I was watching this. I was going, really? Really? And then I looked at how many people, how many views he had on this video. And it's not a slick video. It's just, he's just standing in front of a whiteboard, drawing these diagrams, teaching you. He he has a, he has a, he has a tie on with a short sleeve shirt. (laughs) What does that tell you? Who wears a tie with a short sleeve shirt? Well, apparently this person. You know, only engineers, come on. And he's, but anyway, I looked at the people who watched the video because I'm thinking, you know, this this guy's out there. Four million eight hundred and some odd views 
Wow. And he did wow. the video. He did the video late last year. December of 2016 is when he put the video up. Wow. 4 million 800 and some odd views, which tells me something very important about us. You're stupid. <laughs> As Christians. Yeah. We're vulnerable. I mean, not vulnerable, but um, gullible. 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 And uh, it was it was amazing. So he's the only guy I watch, but there are other people out there. There's, you know, they show their faces. They go, what's really going to happen September 23rd, 2017? And I'm here to tell you, folks, nothing's going to happen. It never, it can't. Mm-mm. I mean, I don't understand what, what we don't, how, how could, I don't understand what Jesus, no person knows the day or the hour, not even the angels in heaven. Jesus didn't know the day's hour. That's in what, Matthew? Oh, I don't remember. Or, what's, well, one the, of the Gospels, he says, not even the sun knows the day or the hour. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I love some of these people. Well, yeah, when he was on earth, but now that he's in heaven, certainly he knows. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh, okay. Because that's what you, you've surmised. You know, I, I, I don't know what part of that we don't get. Yeah. And when you go back, and I love reading these older books and older commentaries, you know, and then you'll you'll see some of them predicting 1914 or 1920 and, you know, 100 years ago, you know. But now that we're getting closer to the Lord's coming and, and, and knowledge has increased and increased, now we can figure this stuff out. Now yeah. we can figure out the date. Yeah, we have more. I've we have heard more that info. one, too. Yeah. Yeah, we have a lot more info now. Yeah, I've heard that. It, it, okay, so you're listening to me and you're going, wow, Brother Kapow, what does it matter? You know, well, it, I guess it doesn't, but it's distracting. I mean, how does that have you, how, how do you live your life then? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, what, what does that have to do with, with the atonement of Jesus Christ as blood sacrifice? And the beauty of that, I don't know, it's just, it's like watching the OJ trial, you know, or parole hearing, you know, just, you're just They're doing fables. So- and what is the Thank word, you. And what does the word say about that? Don't be caught up in wives' tales and fables and mm-hmm. endless genealogies. Exactly. The earth is flat. No, the earth is hollow. No, the earth is square. It's a cube. No, there's sharks living on the moon. No, there's a moon base. No. <laughs> sharks? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You know? I mean, over and over, all this endless nonsense. And once again, that's why, you know, I changed the page just saying, you know, just get rid of the clutter. Let's just cut through the clutter yeah. and get to the point. Mm-hmm. This place is crap. It's you're surrounded by a bunch of crap, stupid humans, demon possessed people. There's very few of you left out yeah. there. I mean, the time is coming to a close, but we don't know when, Mm-mm. you know. And I'm not going to de- depend on September. It's oh, every September and October around Passover, Jesus is returning. There's always somebody, a Mark Blitz out there. Somebody's out there putting this all together for you. Yep. Every friggin' year, there's a Harbinger book written. Every year. Yep. Every year. Every year. And then we keep buying those. Yep. We keep doing it. The other thing is August 21st, 2017, which comes before September, about a month before September, something's going to happen. And 
there's going to be a solar eclipse that's going to cut diagonally across the United States. It's a solar eclipse. Go out there and look at it. Mm-hmm. But Jesus isn't coming back August 21st. Okay, I'm yelling. <laughs> Did you want to do the last story? Yes. This is my favorite story. Tell okay. them why, Ms. Kapow. Because it says here that Chinese mall introduces the husband pods for wives to leave their partners while they shop. So okay. basically, it's the uh, electronic husband sitter. <laughs> yes. Okay. I am going to. I am going to play. Um, you can't fix stupid. <laughs> you can't fix stupid music behind the story. Okay. Uh, continue. Uh, continue. Me? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. It says here, a shopping mall in China has introduced a novel way of keeping despairing husbands entertained while their wives go shopping. Mm -hmm. This is nice because I've gone shopping where women have taken their poor husbands, you know, and they get to sit in one of those uncomfortable chairs with their with their wives' purses. Oh. And they look just so lost. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's sad. So this is a good thing. The Global Harbor Mall in Shanghai has installed four glass pods where bored spouses can go and play retro 1990s computer games on comfy leather seats. See, they used to have this for children, you know, the little romper rooms. Yeah. Now they have it for men. For men. Husbands. Yes. And boyfriends. Grown so, men. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Grown so men who don't have a sex pod at home. <laughs> so they have to go out with their girlfriends and wives shopping because they do not have a sex pod. And the, uh, yeah. <laughs> and the service is currently free for customers' use. So yeah. they're basically being guinea pigs. Amazing. While they are being trialed. Trialed? Is yeah. that a word? On trial. Okay. But this will change if they remain a permanent fixture in the mall. So if it does good, they're going to keep these things here. Unless, yeah, the men just keep coming back to the mall to play video games even while, you know, they're not shopping. Yeah, but that's not fair yeah. because the ones that really need it won't have one of those things to play on. Exactly. And then they'll have to go shopping with their old ladies. And it's too it's too dramatic. It's too dramatic. They might actually have a have to have a conversation. They they might actually have to answer a question like, What do you think? You think these penguin looks good on me? Or you think, <laughs> you, think or you think I should have the ruffles? And then he's like, you know, oh God, know. please don't ask me if it makes you look fat. <laughs> you think this makes me look fat? And then you're like, uh <laughs> Um. Uh. Mm, right. Exactly. So that's, that's plus really they bad. don't really believe what you say anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I was going, no, that looks good on you. The pink looks great on you. Can we eat now? <laughs> yeah. And then she has to keep little food nibblets in their car, in her purse to keep you guys satisfied, right? Well, because of low blood sugar. Exactly. You can't have your husband having a low blood sugar when he's in the mall. <laughs> According to a report in the state-run news site, the paper. That's really original. Mm. Each individual husband, husband rest cabin. Oh, that's what it's called. It's a husband uh, rest cabin. Has a chair, a monitor, computer, and a game board. All they need is like a little snack thing. Oh, yeah. Um, you got it made. Oh, yeah, and a sex bot. But yeah. see, the woman has to um, bring that along, has to uh -huh. supply the, the food. Yeah. Billboards in the shopping center have been advertising the pods over the past month, and they have so far proved popular with husbands keen to stay in one place while their wives shop. Dude, this is just like See, a baby That's great, sitter. too. I know it. It's so like that way you kid. don't get lost either. How many times have yeah. wives taken their husbands, you know, or their, you know, significant other, whatever, boyfriends or whatever, and 
you know, you you take them to either to like the the magazine section or the technology section, you know, yeah. or the 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 whatever the, what men like to look at. Yeah. And then the wife is done, and then you go look for your mate, and you can't find them because they've wandered off. They've wandered off here. It- they stay here. And you can find them at the end. I think that's beautiful. It's great. Yeah, it's a great idea. It says here, some of the men who tried out the pods told the paper that they liked the devices, but that they were in need of improvements. Mm-hmm. See, they need food. They need food. One shopter, Mr. Wu. Mr. Wu, <laughs> it worked for you. It worked for Mr. Wu. I say it true. I saw it on YouTube. Hey, I just made that up. That's really good. That is good said that the first time he saw the husband rest cabin, he thought the idea was great. I do not like to accompany my girlfriend shopping. So whenever we go out shopping, I look for a movie to see or I find a place to eat and sit. You see? He watches a movie by himself without his girlfriend. Like, oh, that was really great. (laughs) That James Bond was really good in that that movie. You should have been there. Could have put him in trouble, though. I always want to see that movie. Why you not wait for me? I know. Sometimes when my girlfriend is shopping, I play on my mobile phone, but now the mall has a machine. I can let my girlfriend feel at ease shopping. But Mr. Wu said the lack of air conditioning oh, you gotta the have experience more. poor, a sentiment echoed by other men who trialed the pods. That's true. You need to have make it comfortable. Yeah. Maybe a little blanket and a pillow. Well, men sweat. <laughs> you know, well, men sweat. So you got to have it cooler in there, climate controlled. Yeah. <laughs> now, the attitude of the female shoppers to the cabins is mixed. Fair, Some women fairs. were concerned that they could be left waiting around for their husbands to finish. Well, see, that's the other one. You know, they get they're, they're, they're the women, the men are having such a good time that now you're waiting for them to finish their game. They got to finish the game. Yeah. yeah. They got to get. The so back there has to be a, a balance here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, well, other people thought that uh, they could shop guilt free because yeah. they were feeling guilty. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, that's the state of relationships today. That's, there has um, to be a compromise. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that's really, really stupid. <laughs> and you can't fix stupid. You can't fix it. Okay. Any more negative stuff to talk about? Uh, no, I think that was it. Okay. To get a chance, go see uh, kapowradioshow.com. And, uh, you know, whatever. If somebody says, hey, I want to listen to those idiots that you listen to. <laughs> then you go, oh, how do you know? How do you do that? So we'll just go to radio show kapowradioshow dot com, and you can hear the same idiots I do, and everybody's happy. <laughs> just saying. Ciao, babies. All right, good night.